Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Greetings to you all in the name of whoever. Anyway, good morning, folks. It's V the Grill Economist coming to you live. I'm solo for the moment. CJ will be joining us. Um, I, I thought he would be uh, out today taking care of uh, work, taking care of business. But uh, he will be joining us in a few minutes. Um, lots going on. Uh, like I've predicted, Afghan is turning into a, a diabolical hell. And like I've predicted, folks, you know, you see, the exceptional stand cannot leave well enough alone. Exceptional stand cannot leave well enough alone because if you go back to my broadcast, I think it was a solo broadcast. I, I'll, I'll, let me let me let me see which broadcast where I where I said this, so I can bask in the glory of my analysis. Yes, yes. Okay, watch. I'll tell you exactly. And folks, if you're listening to this broadcast, please. If you haven't done so already, look, 60% of people that come and listen to the show, they, they don't really subscribe. They just listen to it. They leave. If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe. Hit us with a thumbs up. Every little bit helps, um, especially with the suppression and oppression and all this stuff going on. So, um, yeah, if you go back to, I believe, is my Afghanistan special from a week ago. Okay, that was um, I believe that was August sixteenth, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, I believe that was uh, yeah. Was it the sixteenth? Yeah. Anyway, go back and listen to them. Right. One of the things I talked about. And I knew it. And, and, and if you've been paying attention to what I was saying for a while, folks, you, you, you get this. As soon as Kabul fell, as soon as the people were trying to get the hell out of Dodge, they were making a beeline to the nearest C-17 to hop on and get on on out. You've had moves and murmurings and activity going on in the northern Panjshir Valley. Where we had Ahmed Massoud. Let's just call him Ahmed Shah Massoud Jr. Let's call him Jr. for short. The Juan Guaido of Afghanistan. And the former vice president of Afghanistan, who is calling himself right now the interim president out of nowhere. This guy, who is a known, documented CIA asset, or in this case, I like to call them ass hats, 
right? Alongside with uh, Ahmed Masood, who is also a an MI6 creation. MI5, what are the hell? You keep getting them mixed up, right? They immediately began act became became activated. And they're like, we're the Northern Resistance now. Yes. And I said, watch out, folks. Here it comes. Here comes the terror attacks because that train is never late. And if you notice, as soon as it happened, you've had all the usual suspects. You have the war criminal, Oliver North, going on Fox News, telling people that Al-Qaeda and ISIS could be active. Every single talking head saying and messaging it out, getting that narrative out into the hearts and minds of people so they can go ahead and jump ahead of the story, saying ISIS and and Al-Qaeda is active, yes. And again, they're gonna they've been trying to desperately link because you know they understand most Americans are dumb. They understand Americans, most Americans are idiots. They can't tell the difference between a Taliban, an Afghan, a, a, a Mujahideen, a Pakistani, a, you know. They know that. They know they can get away with the ignorance of the decadent. So they would link up ISIS with Taliban when the Taliban have nothing to do with ISIS. Even the time when Osama bin Laptop, a.k.a. Tim Osman, the CIA asset Tim Osman, was hanging out in the mountains of Kandahar, the Taliban were not too thrilled. They were not too happy. They were not too comfortable with him being there because of the negative attention. So, this morning, we've had a massive terrorist attack. It started off as one bomb, which initially, a ISIS-K, that's the new name of this group, ISIS-K, I don't know what that means. ISIS in Kabul, I have no idea, was activated. Isn't that convenient? And they set off a bomb first. It was a a, a vest. This guy was wearing a vest, and he blew up and didn't kill nobody. Then a and second one. So here it goes: Kabul airport explosions. Let me let me let me pull this up so you all could see what I'm talking about. Until the El Cuco is there. Okay. U.S. officials report multiple U.S. and civilian casualties. Suicide bomb explodes at Kabul airport gate. Second explosion reported as car bomb. Taliban warned of, warned of potential terrorist threat. U.S. State Department warned Americans to leave immediately due to imminent threat. At least three U.S. Marines injured. At least 12 civilians dead, including children. Gunfire reported. According to Pentagon Press Secretary John Kirby, there have been multiple U.S. and civilian casualties. Uh, he says, we can confirm that the explosion at the Abbey Gate was a result of a complex attack that resulted in a number of U.S. and civilian casualties. We can also confirm 
at least one other explosion at or near the Barron Hotel, a short distance away from Abbey Gate. We will continue to update. According to the reports, the Kabul ER says that they are treating more than 30 people while six died en route to the airport. Um, on top of that, it says here, let me see if I can get the... Um, most of the reported bombing site is on, it says here, update, according to Politico, ISIS is responsible for the blast outside of Kabul airport, which set off a firefight at Abbey Gate, where some 5,000 Afghans and possibly some Americans sought access to the airport. An ISIS suicide bomber was responsible for the explosion, a U.S. official, and a person familiar, hold on, too close here. Oh, no, he's not here, sorry. A person Responsible for the explosion, a U.S. official and a person familiar with the situation told Politico the attack occurred just outside the Abbey Gate where U.S. personnel until recently welcomed American citizens to board evacuation flights. The news comes just hours after defense officials began warning about an increased terrorist threat from the Islamic State's branch in Afghanistan. Who? I thought ISIS was vanquished. They have a branch now? They have a branch office? They have a branch office? What do they do? They just uh, showed up in Kabul? Hello, this is good time. Let us... uh, the Russians and the Iranians and the Hezbollah, they have, uh, they have kicked us uh, our asses out of uh, Syria. Uh, I think we'll go to, uh, we'll go to Afghanistan. And uh, we will go there and uh, we will, uh, we will uh, do the uh, uh, main office. We'll set up a branch. We'll call it ISIS-K. Uh, what does K mean? I don't know. It, it sounds good. Can we call it Kabul, Kablui, Kablam, whatever you want to call it. We'll, call, we'll do it, okay? Let's do it, my friend. This will be a great recruiting office. What the hell are they talking about? They have a branch there. They have a branch. Okay. U.S. officials. Oh, geez. Let me see. Uh, if I can pull some of this imagery for you guys. Look at this. Look at this mess. <sighs> Let me see if I can just... Uh... Uh, reporting secondary explosions. Okay, here we go. Okay. Dude, I mean, this is. This is just, this is so fucked up. I mean, I, I, yeah, I'm gonna someone someone needs to make these these hats, please. Make sure that's our boys at Texas Integrity. This is this is crazy. This is this is the death cult in operation, right? Oh yeah, let me let me not show that. Well, folks, this this stream, if you want to listen to this broadcast, will probably be definitely on RogueNews.com. I, Hobo, thank you for the heads up, man. Thank you for the heads up. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hope it just let me know that YouTube will probably yank the stream. So, um, yeah. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. I don't know what I pressed here. I have no idea. Anyway. Anyway, here we go. Um, so multiple attacks have started. And you and I both know, folks, that this is not the end of it. You and I both know that the CIA right now is in rampant operations. They have kicked up their, their gears to high gear. Because their philosophy is this. If, we're, if we can't get out of there, right, if we couldn't dominate, and, and I'm going to have on, I, I reached out to this gentleman. Uh, his name is Danny. Um, what the hell's his name is? Let me see if I could get him. Um, I'll bring him up here. Give me one second, guys. Let me just uh, pull this up. <laughs> Yeah, Danny Sturgeon. You know, I reached out to him and uh, hoping that he gets back to me. I'm looking to interview this guy. And this is a guy who was a major in the United States military. He wrote he wrote the very he wrote some amazing books. He's been interviewed by Gray Zone. Uh, his website is called the uh, skepticalvet.com, skepticalvet.com. And one of the things that Danny was talking about, which I'm going to have him on at some point and bring him on the show, is the fact that when he was fighting the Taliban, at best, he was able to fight them to a standstill. Even He said, even with all my drones, with all my computer screens, with all my advanced weaponry, all I can do at best was fight them to a standstill. Let that sink in. This is a major in the United States Army who's saying that all he could do is fight them to a standstill. Now, if exceptional stance says, hey, you know what? We can't control this country. We can't put up our puppets. We can't manipulate the people. And in 20 years, all we had is control of a, of a green zone. Well, we're going to do what we do best, which is create chaos. And the chaos will hopefully create enough splintering and infighting amongst the groups that we can continue our poppy trade. We can make it impossible for investments to come in. We can make it impossible for the Chinese to set up infrastructure. We can make it impossible for the Russians to cut deals. We can make it impossible for the multipolar world to take root in Afghanistan. Who cares about the suffering? Who cares about how many lives are lost? Who cares about the men, women, and children that die? These people are sick, folks. These people are the most evil, decrepit sons of bitches that have ever, ever to crawl out of hell. They are devil worshippers through and through, whether they realize it or not. They themselves are the death dealers. They themselves are the worshippers of death. They are the death cult. And they are the ones that have created this virulent ideology called Wahhabism, which started in Saudi Arabia. This ideal, this violent ideology that you see here spreading throughout the Islamic world. 
and right on cue, right on cue to create more chaos. Who cares? They don't care. They don't care if they're still Americans. Folks, these people are willing to sacrifice tens of mil- not just thousands of American lives. If they can sacrifice a million American lives, 10 million, 20, 100 million American lives, they will. They don't care. There are thousands of Americans stuck behind enemy lines, thousands of them. And all this chaos is going to do is this. What, why would they set off to, uh, why would they allow ISIS-K? We are, we are not right now, uh, we are ISIS-K, brother. Okay, Habibi, Habibi, we are ISIS-K. That's what we are. Okay. Why would they allow ISIS-K to go ahead and bomb? At this point, the war is over. But at this point, when people are exiting out, why would they allow that? I'm going to tell you. Why would they allow that? They want to create the biggest humanitarian disaster they could possibly do. These people are sick. These people are sick. If they create suicide bombers, if they let loose suicide bombers in and around Kabul airport, okay, if they do that, then the immediate security response by the Taliban will be to lock down very quickly. If the response from the Taliban is to, okay, ratchet up the security, ratchet up the lockdown, ratchet up the checkpoints, ratchet up, what they're doing is now they're going to make it even more impossible for Americans to leave. I love how this trick works. Hey, uh, we're, 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 we want more time. We need uh, we need till past August 31st, maybe September 11th, maybe uh, October 11th, maybe August 11th of next year. Maybe we'll be out by then. We need more troops here. And the Taliban's like, no, uh, we know your game. We're on to you. You bring more troops here, your troops will never leave. You, you know, there's no, there's non-negotiable. You got to get out. All right, fine, we'll get out. We'll do our best. You got to like loosen up those checkpoints. And then all of a sudden, here comes the suicide bombers. Bang, bang. God knows how many people are going to die today. God knows how many people are going to die today. And all of a sudden, there's two suicide bomb vests goes off, a car bomb, and a, a guy blows himself up and whatnot. <clears throat> Kids are dead. People are dead. 30 people in the ER. Who knows how what the total damage is going to be. But all of a sudden, the deep state is looking at the Taliban saying, look, we just moved to peace. Let's see what your security response will be. And the Taliban is stuck between a rock and a hard place. If they go ahead, which they have to, ratchet up security, these attacks are only going to intensify. And once they intensify, it will create a bigger crisis. Humanitarian-wise. And then the U.S. will come out like the victim. Hey, our, our people, our citizenry is, is stuck behind enemy lines. We got to get them out, all the American people. Like they care. Like they care. Like they care, folks. They're going to start crying. And the politicians will make their Sunday morning news shows. We got to go in there to Afghanistan and get our people out. Oh, yeah. 
And you probably might even hear, uh, hold on, uh, hold on. Now, now, I was having a conversation with Michelle, and I talked to Joe. I said, Joe, you got to get the people out. I told him we need to get to Afghanistan and get those people out as fast as we can. Michelle and I are very keen on having this Afghan situation cleaned up. You'll hear all of them. All the talking heads are going to come out. I remember uh, uh, that I had an advisor uh, during the time that I was a. Uh, 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 it was a uh, right after nine eleven. Yeah, uh, Laura and I uh, think it's a good idea to get out of Afghanistan, but we need to get our people out. You might even have Slick Willie. Slick Willie. Uh, I tell you right now, if I was president, uh, I'd. Uh, I'd go into I'd, I'd I'd get my people out as as quickly as possible. I told Hillary, I said, Hillary, I am for women's rights, and I love a baby in uniform. <laughs> I'd get those people out. Everybody would be out. All sorts of talking heads. All sorts of talking heads. Right? I think CJ has joined us. Word up, everyone. Yeah, what's up, me? So. One, one sexy. So the, the whole thing is here. So everybody's going to give you out there crying about, oh, we need to get our people out. We need to get our people out. And the, the terrorist attacks will continue. So they're trying to squeeze the Taliban between terrorist attacks, which will ratchet up the security apparatus, which will ratchet up and make it even more difficult for people to get the hell out of Afghanistan using the Kabul air base, right? The Kabul airport, right? which will create more of a backlog, more more chaos, and then at the same time, there will be calls all around the world from all sorts of leaders. We need more military intervention. This is a ploy, folks. This is a ploy. Siege, welcome, man. Thanks, man. Yeah, you, you nailed it. V, you called this two or three days ago when you said this is creating a very dangerous situation. You know, even before the Taliban started alerting, alerting U.S. officials of an ter- imminent terrorist attack, and hence the reason why... Uh, Russia, several other countries actually stopped uh, any type of uh, rescue missions today, evacuating people uh, out of the airport. But V, this this completely what was going to happen, what was going to unfold. So, yeah, so there's there's some definite consequences because of this V. uh, But I think you're also going in the right direction. Exactly what you said. We also have to be mindful, mindful. And, you know, get to put my tinfoil hat on for a minute. Who exactly is responsible for these bombings, who is exactly responsible for these explosions? Because we have a, 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 a huge list of people who have came out, you know, Leon Panetta, all these people now who sit on the boards of directors for all the, the military industrial complex, Lockheed Martin, everyone. You had uh, uh, Condoleezza Rice come out the other day that said, well, maybe 20 years wasn't an, enough. Maybe we needed an additional five years in Afghanistan. So so this is going to get nuts, people. I mean, you're, and at this point, what do they do? They kind of have have really strong armed uh, Biden. Not that it would take a lot, maybe a pinky or something to 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 wrench him around to say he's going to be forced to do something military militarily at this point. Maybe I'm wrong, uh, but I I think he's going to have to be. You know the the, the it, it's 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 amazing what the what the intel operations here is to create that chaos. The intel operation, you got to understand, folks. They're making hundreds of billions of dollars a year off the poppy trade, off the opium rat lines that are coming out of Afghanistan, which goes directly into funding black budgets for the CIA. 100 percent. 
that funding is gone. They're staring down the barrel of guns. The CIA is unpopular at home and abroad. They're running out of funds, and they're about to see their cash crop, literally, no pun intended, be wiped out. Okay? Yeah. Com- yep. Good. And so now, let's crank up the chaos. Let's crank up the chaos. They need – look, folks. This the, the 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 idiots that are in D.C. think, hey, you know what? The the real planners. I'm not talking about these dumbass politicians who are only thinking about being reelected. Their job is to keep the sludge moving in the pipes. That's the only job of a politician. But the real planners, the deep staters, the unelected bureaucracy that you don't see, the military incompetent complex, right? Their whole position, folks, is to create a security nightmare in Afghanistan that which would warrant. With or without permission, U.S. troops to come back in. That's all it is. That's all it is. And if the U.S. troops come back in, okay, is to, again, they're willing, the, 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 the deep state at this point is willing to have a conflict over it. They're willing to have, they were not happy with what Biden has done. They were not happy with this pullout. They're not happy with the fact that, that they've been strategically, once again, outmaneuvered by the Russians and Chinese. Now, we've seen. And, you know, I, I was talking about this with, the, with my better half the other day that I said, hey, you know what, uh, there's going to be probably some Russian flights coming in. And sure enough, hell, you know what, there's some Russian flights coming in and getting the, you know, Russian citizens out, uh, people that are citizens of Uzbekistan, t- uh, Kyrgyzstan, and Tajikistan out of the country, right? But it's going to take, look, the only way to stabilize the situation and uh, is to either a let this thing implode because this already looks bad for the United States, okay? And if the United States comes back in as a military, Afghanistan is going to delve back into war, full blown war, and it's not a war that's we're going to win. We're not going to we're not going to beat these people unless you drop a nuke on them. You're not going to beat these people. Period. It's it's a message. It's a complete mess. A couple of telling signs that we'll have to look for is one is that who will the media blame? Will the media immediately come out? Will they report what has been known is that the Taliban is the one? I'm not saying the Taliban are all good people. That's not that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is some of the intelligence, and I can't remember where I I read this or, or watched it, but apparently that they had told already to several countries that listen, you there's an attack imminent. And they're going to do it to, to blame it on the Taliban. They're, they're, they're doing it to make us look like we did this. So it'll be interesting to see whether the media picks up on that. I don't think they will. I think that they won't, there won't be a sound about that. There will be, there'll be silence. But what we will hear is that did the Taliban did this. And I think that's, a, that's their goal is yeah. if they can convince the American people that the Taliban were responsible for this, that they killed uh, innocent U.S. civilians that they they harmed U.S. military, then that's going to be a very telling sign of of the direction that they're they're going with it. Because you know they're not going to speculate at all. They're gonna they're gonna go with basically their talking points that they get handed to them from the DoD, from the intelligence uh, offices. Of you know course. that's the information they're going to convey to the American people. V. Yeah, it's, it's already it's already written out. It's already been handed over. It's on the desk right now. Uh, th- hold on, folks. This just in. This is uh, Brian. This is Brian Stelter. I have it just in. The Taliban is working closely with ISIS. We have frontline reports. Chris Cuomo is on the scene right now in Kabul, Afghanistan. He is on the green screen. I mean, he's on the scene. And we are reporting right now that the Taliban is in cahoots with ISIS. Once again, this is Brian Stelter from Reliable Sources. 
on CNN. They already got the script. It's ready to go. It's crazy. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 crazy. Um, another sign, and that's something else for us to monitor is we're we're going to see the old rank and file come together again. V. So we we know we know that the last effort that put forth that there were several people who were very vocal about how upset they were about the handling of this matter. Um, so will that, will they be willing now? And who I'm talking about is, is uh, Boris Johnson. I'm talking about uh, Boris Johnson. I'm talking about Macron. Will we see this, you know, this uh, insolvent seven, I think that's what you like to call them. Yeah, the G7. Will, we, will we see the G insolvent seven reunite for the, the uh, against the, 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 uh, the axis of evil. I'm not sure who they'll, you know, Syria, maybe they'll, maybe they'll say they came from Syria. V who knows, right. That they infiltrated oh, yeah. Afghanistan from Syria. Um, what narrative that they will use to do this, but it's, it's, it's ugly. It, it's confusing. Uh, there's, there's several uh, people who have their, their, their hands on, on the table right now who are trying to delve, who, who are trying to play this to the best, of their benefit and and no one else's. They're not considering the Afghani people. They're not considering our, our, our military. They're they're considering one thing, and that's how much money can we make, how fast, and um, that's about it. <laughs> uh, that's exactly what the whole damn thing is about. It, it, you know it, how 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 are they going to pull this off? Is going to be anyone's guess. But the deep state is not going to leave quietly. They're not going to. You know, exceptional stand. The unelected bureaucracy is not going to exit out of uh, out of Afghanistan without creating as much chaos and bloodshed as possible. Because their eventual goal is that they cannot re see, folks. Here's the point, right? Here's the point. Shiji, do you remember months ago, just past May? Okay, what was the hottest thing trending on the internet when it comes to geostrategic and geopolitics? Right? It was. Chinese Uyghur genocide, they're killing them Uyghurs over there. You heard about that, right, Teach? Right? The Uyghur genocide. Right? What happened to that, Siege? Um, I'm not, not a whole lot, V. Nothing. Yeah. Crickets. The crickets. Nobody talking about it. The media heads ain't talking about it. So the guy, uh, these things, Alexander Zenz, Adrian Zenz, who created that stupid fake story. Right, never happened. Right, who was literally trying to convince the Western world, especially the American people, that a group, an ethnic group, who's in their median age, okay, their their median lifespan go from fifty years to seventy years, who've seen the number of mosques go from two hundred mosques to twenty thousand, who've seen. You know their their quality of life and their income and uh, explode exponentially, okay? Who have a serious cultural impact on on mainland China? Number one, because the number the the you know again they're a population with the the most populous the most popular singer in China is a Uyghur woman. Their the Uyghur language is written on the Chinese currency notes, right? And with all of this stuff, they, they want you to think that China is, is genociding these people. <laughs> They're not. And I'm not going to waste my time getting into the details again. I've talked about this in the past before. But why the Uyghurs and why the specific region called Xinjiang? 
Xinjiang shares a border with Afghanistan. Any pipeline or trade route that needs to go and be integrated into the multipolar world that we see emerging between the Eurasian trade zones has to go through Afghanistan and Xinjiang. So any chaos that the exceptional stand, that the bureaucracy, that the deep state could inject into Afghanistan will create the necessary chaos to delay and or wreck any advancements. They'd have to develop some sort of workaround. They cannot allow this. Losing, look, folks, they've already lost Ukraine. They've already lost North Korea. They've already lost Ukraine. They're about to lose Afghanistan. They've already lost Afghanistan, according to me. You know, they, they're like, man, we're, we're losing here back. And the, if they lose Afghanistan, that means Afghanistan gets integrated into the Eurasian trade zone. They get integrated into the one belt, one road. They get into, they get all of a sudden, they're sitting on hundreds of trillions of dollars worth of mineral wealth that gets extracted. They get conjoined with the Pakistani, uh, Chinese, Iranian, Indian corridor that's going to emerge. And the Anglo American power structure can't allow that. Can't allow it at all. So, See, they can't. Yeah. They can't allow it at all. And you know, doing a little bit of a of critical thinking here, in terms of the timing, right? We we have to consider the timing. So we we know for a fact that potentially we saw airlifts occurring yesterday with with Russia. Correct. We 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 saw that. Uh, we we had heard that the the U.S. was using uh, commercial airlines and and doing the same process. Uh, we also heard from the Taliban spokesperson who adamantly stated uh, from their whatever their government is established at this point that uh, beyond the deadline date, which I believe was supposed to be the 31st, that was the the, the hard date to get all uh, U.S. troops you know out of Afghanistan. So one fundamental question has to come up for those who are going to say that adamantly the Taliban are responsible for this is that what benefit V would they have at orchestrating or participating in this type of attack at this moment? There's none, right? There's none. So whoever's responsible for doing this may have been, you know, one, and obviously it's terrible this happened, but their, their, their timing was significantly off. Maybe if they would have waited to the 1st of September, or the 30, they, they, it could have sold a little bit better versus the timing of it. So, so I, I, I think that we can leverage that to say, you know, again, what, you know, almost like we did when, when Syria, right. Whenever there was the, uh, the uh, accused gas attack, right. When, when yeah. Syria was winning, but when Bashir Assad was winning and taking over, it's like all of a sudden he's going to gas his own people. Like that made a lot of sense during that time. And the same thing here, this make makes absolutely no, no, no sense. sense. For right. this to happen at this time, because they've been adamantly saying, and we they hadn't reached that deadline, the agreed upon deadline. So, so why would they do it? it, it yeah. So, so that's just gives you know again just something else to think about. One hundred percent right. This is to, to to force them into a security quagmire. This is to force them into a situation where they themselves uh, are going to be pinched between a security uh, 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 a security lockdown and a military reaction. And that's exactly what the deep state want. And the, look, folks, they don't care when it comes to geostrategic goals. For the deep state, it does not matter how many innocent lives are killed. It does not matter how many American lives are killed. Okay, they, they sacrificed 3,000 some odd lives in Pearl Harbor so we can get into the war in World War II, right? 
They sacrificed 40,000 American lives in Vietnam, right? They sacrificed over what? Over the false uh, contact, the, the false pretext, the false flag of the Gulf of Tonkin. They sacrificed 3,000 lives on 9-11 to go into Afghanistan and launching the global war on terror because it doesn't matter because the geo, the geo strategy was seven countries in five years or five countries in seven years, right? That was the geo strategy. So who cares if 3,000 Americans are dead? So if the geo strategy here, which is a big, big piece, people don't understand the significance of how valuable a piece of terrain like Afghanistan is. And there's a reason why many armies throughout and many empires throughout the, the centuries have tried to conquer it. There's a great deal of resource there. And it is on one of the most important trade routes historically in the world. So because of that, who cares if 3,000, 4,000, 5,000, 10,000 Americans who are stuck behind enemy lines, if they die, it's worth it for the deep state because there's trillions of dollars at stake for them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and you want to hear the most terrifying thing about this entire matter? The most terrifying thing is that we have Joe Biden as president and Kamala Harris as vice president. That, that's the most terrifying thing about this whole scenario. Uh, so even if they, in, in the event that they, they forced Biden into staying, you know, military escalation or, or, or if he is forced to resign, I, I listen to Nancy Pelosi. She's still sticking to, to Biden. I'm not, I'm not sure, you know, why I, 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 I was completely wrong. I thought they would leverage this entire thing to really, you know, get him out of office. Maybe, maybe that, that's still the plan, but V to me, it's absolutely terrifying that if something happens to Biden, that Kamala Harris is waiting in the wings to, to, to take over this. I, I, I don't think that we'll get any type of, a benefit or any sound resolve, uh, you know, fr from from her. Um, and again, I know people are saying that she, they're not making the decision. I get that. I, I get that. But there still has to be the spokesperson to get in front of the world and tell people what's going on and, and, and what's happening. Uh, uh, hold on, Siege. Hold on. <laughs> now, now, I was talking to Michelle, and I just got the call from Joe. I said, good morning, Joe. And he said, hey, Barack, I'm going to need you back. And I said, hey, baby, this is what I do. Mic drop. I'm coming back, folks. Don't worry. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to tell the American people exactly what's going on in Afghanistan. Joe's already called me. I already talked to him. It's, everything's fine. It's being handled. Dude, Kamala Harris was out there in Vietnam honoring John McInsane. Okay, they have a little, little shrine there for that idiot, McCain. A little rat. little rat bastard McCain. And Kamala was out there telling Vietnam that America is back. And as soon as the wench left, the Vietnamese got on the phone with, with the Chinese. They basically snubbed her. They snubbed her in Vietnam. <coughs> no one's going to take this idiot seriously. What is this? No, maybe, maybe, maybe they'll bring uh, the Clintons, uh, Obama, and, 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 and W back into the, the White House V and make some executive actions and decisions. Oh, that's a good idea, Steve. <laughs> I think uh, uh, that's a good idea. I think uh, Bill and... and uh, a unified government. And a unified will, government. Yeah, with Republicans and I Democrats. Can, I, can get on, I can get on board with that. I've, uh, we could probably go to Afghanistan and set up some basketball camps. It's a good idea. <laughs> Maybe Dennis Rodman can lead that. Dennis Rodman can come over there and promote 
promote peace through through basketball. Uh, Michelle and I had a great idea. Peace through basketball. We'll have the NBA come out and play. <laughs> anyway, man, d- unbelievable, bro. Yeah. Unbelievable yeah. things yeah. that are happening. And uh, here's the here's the funny kicker here, right? Listen to this. Private flight leaves Kabul with nearly 300 empty seats after passengers turned away by U.S. and Taliban security reports. See that? This is what happens. At least one private uh, private charter flight set to evacuate hundreds of Afghans from the Kabul airport was forced to take off with just 50 of its 345 seats filled amid reports that U.S. and Taliban forces prevented them from boarding. The flight, one of three, intended to carry 1,000 Afghans to Uganda, chartered by businessman George Abi Habib, was virtually empty as it took off from Kabul Airport on Tuesday night. The barren cabin was seen in a photo shared online by CNN's Alexander Marquat, who noted that many of the would-be passengers were blocked by the U.S. and Taliban and not allowed to board. Abi Habib, co-founder of Sayara International Development Firm based in Washington, D.C., told the Wall Street Journal that American Marines working security at the gates of the airport had refused to allow Afghans through even when they could prove that they had a seat reserved on the plane. Abi Habib said that one passenger had to squeeze through a sewage drain to reach the airstrip, saying we can't expect everyone to crawl through a sewer pipe to safety. But when you're exceptional, Stan, you want everybody, including your own citizens, to crawl and not only crawl through a sewer pipe, they want you to live in a sewer pipe, folks. While efforts were made for days to fill more of the plane's empty seats, the businessman said at one point the w- uh, the window to leave was closing and decided to depart with just 50 passengers. A separate 240-person charter flight destined for Ukraine also had to leave with only 70 seats occupied due to U.S. troops denying entry of passengers. What the hell are they doing, Siege? Hmm. It's you bad. got people standing in front of the troops. Hey, yo, here's the proof. My flight is here. Here's my ticket. Here's my itinerary. It's stamped. Here's my passport. Here's my visa. Here's my pizza. I'm ready to go. No. They're purposely creating. Do you see the game? Do you see the game? So they can say, oh, we, we, we tried. And the idiot, the crash test dummy could come on the scene and say, oh, we try to get them out, but we can't. Right, yeah. They're purposely creating a humanitarian crisis. They are doing this on purpose. Unreal, man. Yeah one one other thing I planned on uh, bringing this up if we you know if we did do a show and apologize I jumped in late, but this was this was breaking news uh, this morning, and I was curious to see if if the uh, legacy media would pick this up and and they did, and I think this is another key point in regards to the media. Uh, flipping on on Biden and going against him again because they take their their orders from the military industrial complex. V the administration, the DOD, the spokesperson had been really assuring Americans at this time that listen, all all primary U.S. citizens for the most part have been evacuated. We are now working on on support personnel those those that have a, a visa to come to the United States or, or or that our allies had helped us through this process. And this news broke, V, of these families, uh, these two dozen students from San Diego universities and their parents that are currently stuck in Afghanistan. They didn't even make it to the airport, okay? 
And so I was real curious. So I just did a quick search to see what news agencies would pick this up because this is very detrimental counter to what the administration is telling us. And it's picked up everywhere. CNN, Yahoo, The Hill, Fox. And apparently, you know, uh, how do you pronounce this? Uh, uh, Jen, Jen Saki, she was wouldn't even answer questions. She was like, <laughs> so obviously she was not alerted to these students or or she's kind of brain dead anyway. But again, but no, just no, she said that well, they're emailing and they're in constant communication <laughs> with all the messenger and giving text messages. Oh, yeah. So I'm just I'm just saying again, the 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 media either again, because they want to, you know, keep keep the intervention going in Afghanistan, which probably is the primary reason. Uh, but with this news coming out, it's, 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 it's not good for, for the administration. And I was curious to see whether they would all pick it up in unison and, and they, they have. So but CJ, they, but all the primary American citizens are out. Folks, let me explain something to you. If there's like 20 some odd kids from San Diego state university, number one, I'd have to ask what the hell are y'all doing there? <laughs> I mean, they, they went, the leave it they to went, Californians, man. I I <laughs> they were there to see how well the um, gender studies classes in oh, Afghanistan were. were right. To, they were they were there. They were so proud of their efforts to um, the millions of dollars that we spent there to uh, to do all those things. So they were they were probably going there as part of a of an education student student program. Uh, you know, it's it's it's. it's it wouldn't surprise me, man. They were there to to study the advancements of gender studies and 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 trans equality uh, in Afghanistan, trans equality and gay rights in Afghanistan. That's what they're there for. So anyway, they got caught behind enemy lines. <clears throat> and if they're caught, if you got twenty some odd kids from San Diego State caught behind enemy lines, how many more hundreds, how many more thousands of Americans are still stuck? Mm. They didn't get anybody mm. out, man. Mm. They're lying. If they're saying we got all the primary American citizens up, bullshit. Unreal. Anyway, anything else you want to cover, Siege? No, that's it. It's um, you know, it's an interesting news cycle. Maybe, maybe tonight, um, maybe I'll jump on the the Discord server with the uh, the team, the rogue, the the rogue team, and and uh, get their perspective and their their thoughts. Who knows what'll happen before then? I'm I'm sure that. Um, Biden and, and Kamala are freaking out at this point. They're trying no, to no, no. Kamala is, you know, she's I uh, sent Kamala to go to Asia. You know, one of the things I told her, I said, uh, go to Vietnam and tell them that uh, America's back. If if I was her handlers, the, the, the only thing that I would advise her at this point is to and even Biden. And I'm and I and, and I, I think this is across the board when people are incompetent. Um that they don't know how to really think or critically think they start laughing and what they have to stop that when they're asked very serious questions, they have to start laughing as their first reaction and, and then get in. Um, <laughs> what do you think about Vietnam? <laughs> cackling wench. The cackling wench is touring Asia trying to, Build America's. She's trying to build an Asia Pacific NATO, and they sell. They they send this this half baked, low IQ former DA from San Francisco out to go ahead and court Asian countries and tell them to join the Quad, join America and Australia and New Zealand, join the West. We're we're not really broken and solvent. Join us. 
your population too can study gender gender studies and you can discover the wonders of 5,000 genders together. Let's do it. We can fight the evil Chinese. I'm, I'm going to contact Toastmasters and see if they will add that to their list of, of public speaking, not to, you know, how they talk about like, you know, um, and uh, is, is breaking words to try to avoid that. I think they need to include laughing now. But... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Kamala, what do you think about? <laughs> yeah, I think, uh, uh, wait, wait, uh, I'm, 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 sp- hold on. I'm speaking. I'm speaking. <laughs> Afghanistan. It's terrible what's happening there, but I'll get there eventually. Like, she eventually made it to the border, right, Siege? <laughs> I mean, they made her the border czar. She's the czar of the border. She's the czar of, of the pandemic. She's now the czar of Afghanistan. And she's also the czar of, of shoring up uh, uh, allies. Dude, I'm telling you, our country's run by, by morons, kids, and clowns. That's who runs this place. And, and then criminals. There's a criminal underbelly that's underneath all of this, that handles all of this, that controls all of this, and everybody else, all these politicians are idiots. <sighs> we, need a, we need a system. We need to purge this system. It, it, it's got to go. It's got to go. It's got to go. Anyway, we're at, the, we're at the end of the show, folks. See, do we got Matthew coming on 2 o'clock today? I think he said yes. Okay. I'm fairly certain. I'll I'll look in the messages, but I, we I have think he was Monsieur, down. We have Monsieur Matthew Elrat. He will be on at 2 p.m. today. If uh, if he is going to be gone, we will post the show in advance, and he will name it. Monsieur Elrat will be joining us. And so keep it locked over here, folks. Uh, RogueNews.com. Check us out. RogueNews.com. Go there um, or, or be the square. That is the central focus point. And also check out our paid sponsors, MyCBDEdibles.com, for all your CBD edible goodness. With that being said, I'm going to take it away because yeah, I have the controls. B, take it away. <laughs> Thank you, sir. 